This week on Ultra 64, we make a desperate clawing grab towards relevance. We played Rampage, two games, and then we're seeing a movie. Yay! Hooray! Welcome to Ultra 64. We are just the Ultra 64-iest podcast that's out there. Uh, you know, you get so happy listening to it, you get what's called Ultra 60 Euphoria, which is a thing I just made up. Uh, so be careful. If you get that, go to a doctor immediately. My name is Steve Guntley. I'm Woody Siskowski. We are joined by special guest slash giant monster lover. See, hello, giant monster lover. I'm Dan Reese. And, we're, uh, we're, okay, I guess I should clarify, you're not a giant monster slash lover. You are a lover a lo- of <laughs> giant <laughs> monsters. Steve, I am a lover. Oh. <laughs> that's for a different podcast. We'll talk about that later. Specifically giant monkeys, right, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought this was a family safe podcast. No, no, I, sorry. It's I called the Jane Goodall of sex criminals. That's right. Yes. I just mean, what, if in your high hierarchy of like giant monsters what are your favorite ones oh by far giant apes okay. i mean okay. i i i do i do love me some godzilla and i've seen many of of um many of her uh, films but uh, <laughs> many of her films <laughs> lady we godzilla's films we were learning the matthew broderick oh uh, yes that's right it's godzilla is a, a lady uh and so that does make the uh the recent reboot uh bechdel compliant uh, <laughs> okay because uh, it, it goes that's right it talks to the other female muto <laughs> <laughs> okay about presumably something other than a dude <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess you don't know, right? Well, who knows? They, they don't subtitle the <coughs> monster speech. Uh, so yeah, mon- monkey then lizard are my my two favorite. Okay, giant, but I'll take anything you got. I hope you're okay with giant wolf also because well, that's and, what and we're dealing with. There were some other ones that we saw today. There too. were. We will get to those shortly. How many? Like, what are the standards of giant monsters? That like, is it? It's just kind of monkey and lizard now, right? Like. Uh, well, an alien, I guess, because whatever the Cloverfield monster is, well, that's the, like an alien the, monster. The, uh, the Pacific Rim, those were aliens. Oh, right? those oh, were like monsters. from another dimension. Yeah, those were like, yeah, so I mean, they're, they're well, kind of... In neither. the Godzilla, the recent Godzilla movie that I'm going to be bringing up a couple times, probably, sure. uh, the Mutos uh, were... Kind of like bug creatures. Okay. They had like a chitin on them, and uh, I'm not sure. I don't remember those too clearly. They didn't really stand out they to me. They weren't very notable. I've never seen that movie. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty Woody. good. I, I don't have the same affinity for giant monsters. Oh, I guess we should discuss why we're talking about giant monsters. It's because today we played two games, Rampage World Tour and Rampage 2 Universal Tour, and we decided to move these up in the rotation uh, because... There's a Rampage movie coming out in theaters in today. Theaters now. Right now. Today is uh, the opening day. Today. And we are going to talk about these games a little bit. Then we're going to leave the podcast running. We're going to have a good two, two and a half hours of just empty uh, room noise. And then we're going to come back and we're going to tell you guys what we thought of the movie. You might hear the dog bark on occasion. You might occasionally hear the dog. I mean, he might have his own side podcast. I don't know. Uh, I can't imagine what it would be like. like a quantum cast? Living life woof, without woof, balls. Woof, 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 woof. Much like when Godzilla and the female Muto talk. We don't really, yeah. we're not party to that conversation. Quantums are just all about sam- sampling artisanal buttholes. You know, it's just like, <laughs> okay. oh yes. Butthole review cast? There's a good flavor to this one. It's a good tang. <laughs> um, all right, so we're ta- let's talk about Rampage, you guys. So uh, yeah, like I said, we're, you know, with the exception of Woody, I think... 
Dan and I are, are giant monster aficionados. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I I just like the concept. I like how goofy it can be and how, like, scary it can be when it's done right. And I don't know. So I, I think the creators of this game are really channeling a lot of that same nerdy nerdiness yes. and same affection. Um, so let's go back in history. Let's talk about Rampage because Rampage is a quote-unquote classic. <laughs> um, it was originally released in arcades by Bally Midway in 1986. And the concept was pretty simple. You play as one of three giant monsters. In the original, there were two. No, there was three in the original. What? Yeah, yeah. It's always been three. My guess is that the home ports that you played were oh. slightly dumbed down. Yeah, they could. The original means something different to me. I oh, guess. sure. Yeah. yeah. So but we're, we're talking original arcade. arcade. Okay. Yeah. So you have three gigantic monsters, and they've been the same through most of the series. You get George, who's a giant ape. You get Lizzie, who's a giant lizard. And Ralph is a giant wolf. Uh, so you play as one of these three monsters, and your goal is to destroy cities and eat people, and that's about it. You start in Peoria, Illinois, in most of the games, and uh, in the original game, you end in Plano, Illinois, so you just circle around the country, come back to Illinois. There are 128 cities in the original, and uh, they don't really look all that different for the most no. part, and your goals don't really Some, change. Sometimes there are bridges. <laughs> sometimes there are bridges, sometimes there are like more people attacking, but uh, the goal is pretty much the same. And Gameplay is... Pretty straightforward. Um, you have a jump button, and a punch button, and a kick button. Yeah. And you can climb up the sides of buildings by holding up, mm-hmm. um, punch out the windows, and eat people who are in there. And if you mm-hmm. kick the side of the buildings, you'll knock out floors, and then eventually when they take enough damage, they will fall down nice and cleanly. You can get up on top of buildings and jump up and down on yeah, them, too, or punch, too, down, or, or on punch them. down on them. So there's a couple of different ways to do it. I... There's a large variety of things in the windows. You punch out a window, mm-hmm. and sometimes it'll be a person. Sometimes it'll be a snack. Sometimes it'll be, like, a toilet or something. Or, like, or and, a set of scissors. A yeah. set of yeah. scissors. And they, they all affect you in different ways, which I think is clever. Like, even back then, like, you know, you this era of arcade games, you kind of take it for granted that if you're seeing something on screen, it's a power-up, and you should get it, mm-hmm. and it get, gives you more points, and it's good for you. That's only the case with maybe half the stuff in this game. Yeah, yeah that I don't know. I, I find it... It's not always intuitive because sometimes you like there'll be a toxic waste thing and you eat it and you just take damage and mm-hmm. then another time there'll be another kind of toxic yeah. waste that you eat and you turn into this big powerful you, you monster. You are radioactive right. monsters. I mean, it seems like toxic waste shouldn't be a problem. So yeah, you think it wouldn't, do, and that's kind of the origin of this too. Like I think this is couched in that very very eighties fear of like toxic waste, which is a very it's not a thing we really talk about or worry about anymore, but toxic waste was like the big cause du jour back in the 80s. So all of the characters in this were former humans that were transformed by some kind of chemical or toxic reaction. So like uh, George the ape was transformed by taking some bad vitamins. Ralph the wolf was transformed oh. by eating some tainted food. And Lizzie was just straight up taking a bath in toxic waste. I mean, I know that you're getting your information probably just from Wikipedia, but Mostly. where citation needed. How do we, because uh, I don't remember in the original game getting a lot of backstory about. I, I don't know where they vitamin. actually spell that out. I think it's just from like the in the manual. Novelization, <laughs> probably the screenplay for the Wolf's movie. Ra- Tom Wolf's right. version of Rampage. <laughs> he wrote a really he, good one. He created one. a pseudonym yeah. for those ones. Tom <laughs> Giant Wolf. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. This has been Ultra 64. Thank you very much. Oh, we can, we can wrap it up now. <laughs> Tom Giant Wolf. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, well, here, I want to I dive into, like, uh, I, 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 there's just something that's always unnerved me about this game. I really don't like how they are people, mm. and then they get turned into giant monst- animal monsters. Yeah. The whole thing makes 
be weirdly uncomfortable. Why? I don't is it, know. Is it because? Is it? Is it? <laughs> oh God! Sorry. Is it because it doesn't make sense to you how? Uh, suddenly they have a lot of more mass and they haven't necessarily eaten a lot as a medium-sized person and then a three-quarter size Like the monster. metabolism wouldn't support yeah, where, that Yeah, where is that extra mass coming um, from? Is that your concern? No, I think I get weirded out when you start eating other people um, and then you turn back into a human and it has these weird cannibalistic undertones. There's also hmm. this weird part of like your character being ashamed of like their nudity yeah. and covering yeah. their parts as they shame one and it's not, not so, actually ashamed that it's they a just cute... murdered thousands of people. <laughs> right. I have some headcanon that might help. Uh, okay. The controls, you don't control the people. When you get hurt and you die, okay. you transform into a little person. Who moves on his own. Who moves moves on his own. Okay. So fair. it's only the monster part that you as the player are controlling. So in a sense, this person has turned into a giant monster and then some abstract entity, you know, from another place, it takes control of you. So you're not necessarily responsible for the moral crimes. What you, no, only, I think we're getting into some deep stuff here. It's like you, the duality of man, you know, the bestial nature is really the true essence of humanity. You're the one that wanted to play a giant, the, giant monster game. The, 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 the weak and sheep-like little humans are just wandering away sideways, you know. Yeah. I love it. No, There's, it's there, great. There are depths to these games. I mean, you know, it, it's always been like winking, and it's like I, I, I think more than most arcade games of the time, I think the emphasis on this was like weirdly chill Mm -hmm. and i think the developers kind of said the same thing they they didn't want a game that was just so focused on the end goal or on like racking up points or anything they just wanted people to play and goof off and have fun and that kind of permeates because i mean it's pretty loosey-goosey with everything well so i think i feel like we've kind of lost the thread here we're still talking about 1986 ramp we are really so the next Rampage game is Rampage World Tour, right? Yeah, like, and that's which, that's kind of similar to uh, so another like, Midway game, Gauntlet, which we talked later. about. Yeah, like, it's like 10 years later. Gauntlet was one of those games that came out in arcade right around the same time. It was a massive hit. It was ported to pretty much every system known to man, but it didn't get like a proper sequel sequel until like almost a decade later. And oh, that was the case okay. with this. So Rampage World Tour was the first actual follow-up. And that came out in uh, arcades in 1997. It was released on the N64 in March 30th, 1998. Developed by Sapphire Corporation and published by Midway. Sapphire, of course, we remember from Cyber Tiger and BioFreaks. Oh, of course. <laughs> uh, this game was also released on arcades, on PS1, on Saturn, on Game Boy Color. And eventually it was released to PS2, GameCube, PC, and the PlayStation Network because it was part of the Midway Arcade Treasures Oh, pack. okay. That's right. And there was a third ramp. There was another Rampage game that actually came out for those systems, I think. Yeah, I believe I so, yeah. There, there's been a few. There's okay. been a few since then. And this game, I would say this game is amazing in how little it has evolved yes. from the from a 10-year-old game. It's really... It's almost identical. Yeah. It's just slightly Rampage. better... Gra- well, okay, I'll, I'll say it, it looks good. It's not just slightly better graphics. They, it's got kind of like almost a chunky claymation look to it. It, it looked good in 1986, but it hasn't aged. Oh, sure. But yeah, I mean, it, it, the gameplay is identical. Yeah. I mean, oh, there, yeah. You, you, there's some power-ups and stuff, but other than that, it really is the same. And game. it's 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 minimalist, and it's the same It's the same thing that you get from playing the arcade game, is that you're going to jump into this, and you will... Th- this game gives you unlimited continues, so you're just going to play until you're bored. I, I really dislike that in games, um, the play until you're bored mentality. Yeah. Because I never know 
I'm never going to beat that kind of game. I'm never going to force myself to go until I hit some kind of stopping point. Sure. I just hate the feeling of being like, I don't want to play this game anymore, yeah. but I don't know whether or not I should force my way through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get that. Like, I, I do. I think I do need a sense of purpose when I'm playing something like this. Like, I mean, I, I, and I understand it's the philosophy of the game is just to kind of play at your own pace and just goof off and have fun. But I think I do need a little bit more. But you always start, I guess what I, what I don't like, I feel like this game could work a lot better if there was like, if it was divided into little chunks and like mm. you played like a state or a country at a time, and it was like eight levels. That's how... And then it saved your game, and there was just a cross through that, and you would play again, you know, in a week. Yeah. And you'd beat another chunk, and eventually you would make it through everything. Because this game, like, has more than 100 levels. Yeah. It only takes about a minute to two minutes to Mm -hmm. beat a level, but by the time you do 10, it's like, I don't know if I want to do this, play this game anymore, and then, if you want to play it later, you have to restart at the beginning. Basically, yeah. But... Because I don't think I didn't see a password save system for this no, one or anything. No, the second one does have a save system, right? But, uh, but this one, it's very bare bones. There, there are no additional features. It's just play with one player, two player, or three players. That's pretty much your only game options. And this game is—I I owned this. I, I own this game, and it's more. I played it a decent amount. It's definitely much more fun with three people because yeah. you start. Going and kicking each other and getting distracted. When the when, other player turns into a person, you can eat them. It's true. Yeah, that's again with the messed up in this. Yeah, yeah. yeah then they just press start and they come back. Um, there's, there's a so loose. That, I mean, mm. you, you, I, I have a very different response reaction to the fact that you just play till you're bored because I don't finish most games that I play. Really, and it, it, that's not the objective for me. For me, playing Rampage on whatever Apple II port I had growing <laughs> up, and then later on the NES um, when I had it in emulation, uh, was uh, it, it was it was the, the maybe the first game where I was just allowed to keep playing and I didn't have to have any skill. You just press yeah. you just press a button when you're dead and you're just alive again and that that was fun because I was just enjoying the kind of knocking over buildings part of it which is the whole game. Well, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, there is a loose semblance of a plot in this game to kind of keep you going. So, uh, all the monsters from the original game were captured by this company called Scumco, which I believe they're the ones in the canonically that created all these. Toxic chemicals. Yeah, the umbrella that, uh, corporation of uh, exactly, the yeah. Universe. So they've got captured at the end of the original game, but now they've escaped and they're targeting Scumco Labs around the world so they can take them out. So it's kind of like a righteous vigilante mission from Giant Monsters. With so it's lots not, and lots of collateral damage. Lots of collateral damage. So at um, some point, do you get to a level where you're busting up a Scumco building? We actually we were just did knocking do one. Down. We, we actually did, did bust up a Scumco building. And you know what? Busting makes me feel good. Yeah. And I think that's true. that's true as now as it ever was. Uh, there is a boss character. It's a, it's a Scum Labs CEO named Eustace Demonic, mm-hmm. uh, who... If you destroy all the different facilities around the world, you get to face off against him. He takes some toxic waste, he turns into a giant demon monster, and you have to fight him uh, to win the game. So, 
Otherwise, the formula is about the same. So what happens at the end of the game? Like, do you know? Like, do you, are the monsters... Judging like, what happens from... To the monsters? Is judging from happy? where the second one picks up, uh, they all get captured again. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> That's very depressing. I don't know exactly what happens. Yeah, because we didn't get that far. But uh, yeah, I, I believe they just get captured again. But that's just kind of the cycle, you know? It's, it's you a get, cycle of being a giant monster. You know, there's a real recidivism problem with giant monsters yeah. in our country. Uh, and it, it's, it's, yeah, it's shameful. What else do we have here? So, the yeah, the formula of the game hasn't really been altered at all. Uh, the only big changes here is that uh, you can kind of sort of choose which country you're going to go to next. You you find, every once in a while, you'll find a little power-up shape like a flag in the windows of a building. And you can hit that to cycle through to the next country you go to. And then when you beat the level, you'll do a little mini game where you're, you're holding onto the back an of an airplane. Get, get yeah. points. Yeah, exactly, and then you're you're flying to that place. So, you're riding on the airplane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're right. a giant Good. monkey. Thank so, like, you for clarifying for everyone's mental image, Dan. Don't, don't yes. forget, folks. This is yeah. a game about giant monsters. They're yeah. very giant. Um, and then the other big thing is just that uh, there's a new power up, like the toxic waste power up that you found, Woody. That yeah. you uh, you take that and you turn into a purple flying demon monster, and you're mm-hmm. super powerful. Destroy and you buildings can, really fast. Yeah, yeah that which was, is that was fun. Fun, but brief. Yeah, yeah. and you know, then there's all just little. I think a lot of the charm of this series is figuring out like what you can do and what you can interact with yeah, and how you can do it. Yeah, if you jump on a tank, you can ride it a little bit and have it shoot other buildings, or mm-hmm. you can jump on the sort of laser jet and ride that around. Um, and it's experimenting. It's like so you sometimes say you punch open a window and there's a guy there. It's like a photographer. So if you eat him quickly, he's a power up. But if you wait too long, he'll take a picture of you and the flash will knock you off the building. Uh-huh. It's little clever details like that. Sure. Um, well, and then some of that goes back to the original game. That is from too. the original, you, yeah. You punch the building, you find somebody sitting on a toilet, you can punch again and eat the person, but if you punch twice, you eat a disgusting toilet. Yeah, and then they puke off the building yeah. and causing more collateral damage, I Scientifically imagine. Scientifically accurate. Yeah, yeah, no, don't eat toilets, folks. Do not eat toilets or wash your shirts. Yeah. Because if you eat a washing machine, a jet of water will knock you off a building. Yeah, eat a computer, you'll get electrocuted. And you can, like, actually burn yourself alive, too. That happened to me a couple times. I was playing as Ralph the Wolf, and I just went up in this, like, inferno and then died. I believe if you punch the fireplace once, you can start a fire, and then if you leave, the building will burn down itself. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I wish I did that. Yeah, um, you know, so it's it's fine. I mean, Rampage World Tour is a Rampage game. It is exactly, if you know the original game, you know exactly what to expect. And uh, that's for better or worse. It's just your mileage may vary on, for on this series. You think it's for worse? I think it's for worse. <laughs> okay. Um, well, speaking of things not changing very much, let's move on to Rampage 2. Rampage Universal 2. Tour. Universal Tour. So this was released March 1999, so almost exactly a year later. Uh, This was published by Midway and developed by Avalanche and also released on PS1 and Game Boy Color. Now, Avalanche Studios, they... We've seen them a couple times on the N64. They did uh, Mortal Kombat Mythologies. Yay! Yay! Fart. Uh, (laughs) And then they've got a couple other games that we'll be be playing in the next few weeks. uh, Off-Road Challenge and Rugrats in Paris. Oh, good. So those are both coming up. Uh, Forever immortalized on the first song of Leonard Cohen's album, Songs (laughs) of Love and Hate. Yes, exactly. (laughs) That's about the video game developers. (laughs) Absolutely. You who wish to conquer pain, don't play Mortal Kombat Mythology (laughs) Sub-Zero. So this company is still around. They were acquired by Disney, and uh, they hit it really big with a game called Disney Infinity a couple years ago. So, you know, for those uninitiated, it's one of those many games that has little figurines that you scan into the game and play with. 
Uh, and Brilliant marketing. Oh God, uh, I would I would have been. Out of people. I mean, look at how many amiibos are in this room right now. Like I'm all about it. Uh, but you know, I think the market was just a little oversaturated with all of those kinds of games at the time. So uh, they did discontinue that in 2016. But they're still around, and uh, just kind of totally coincidentally, I just started playing a game today by Avalanche Studios, uh, Mad Max, okay. uh, which was a free PSN game this month, and it's actually pretty cool so far. Um, so yeah, that's Avalanche. Uh, yeah, all right. So the title of this game is a little confusing. It's it's called Rampage Two Universal Tour. But it's not the second Rampage game. It's the, it's the third. third. It's technically, if you want to be accurate about it, you call it Rampage World Tour 2, Universal <laughs> Tour. Yeah. Uh, I understand that's cumbersome. But yeah, so it's a little misleading. It's the third game in the series, uh, even though it's called 2. So you guys can chalk that down. You all know okay. that out there. So you will not be tricked. You will not fall victim to this scam. Oh, man. The amount of times people have been duped by incorrect Rampage yeah. numbering. <laughs> And the cost that it's built on society as a whole. Hello, I'm Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> Have you been taken advantage of by a rampage scam? If so, you can call this number now and we'll give money to a kitten and that kitten will destroy a building for you. Call 1-800-SCAMPAGE. I will remember you. Yes, Scampage. Scampage. Um, You're on anyway, fire today. We're a Scampage, Giant Tom Wolf. Um... Uh, all right, you so play, this, yeah. this game has different creatures. Um, it does. This, it's a big change. Oh, yeah. It's a giant it's change. It's a massive change. Um, so the premise here is that the characters you played as in Rampage World Tour um, have been captured yet again, mm. and they're all in different parts of the world, I believe. George is in New York. Uh, Lizzie is in Europe. and No, Lizzie's in Tokyo oh, okay. uh, as befitting a giant lizard. Oh, and the it. werewolf is yeah. in London, appropriately enough. Oh, that's, uh, a, that's a little in-joke that they did uh, there. So, yeah. Where, where was George that it was funny? He's New, New York. York he's King Kong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so you play as Very three clever. new monsters. Yes. Um, you get to... Uh, so the the, the rough plot <laughs> Sorry, of... The, the, the lobster just makes me chuckle. Yeah, the... the there's a lobster. There's a lobster. I love the lobster. Ruby the lobster, uh, Boris the rhino, and Curtis the mouse. Uh, and I can't really tell that Boris or Curtis are like puns on anything. I don't know. But I guess... Lizzie's the only one that's really a pun. Yeah, I George suppose. and Ralph are just. I, mean, I, I, I always assumed it was the names of the people who accidentally ate vitamins. Yeah, yeah, I sure. think so. Fun fact: uh, Wreck It Ralph is named uh, after Ralph in this game. Yeah. That is a fun fact. That's a fun fact. That's a fun movie. I like Wreck It Ralph. Uh, so yeah, the the plot is basically like we said: the original three monsters have been captured, put in different locations. So these three new monsters break out of the labs in Salt Lake City, and they go on a mission to rescue everybody. So it's a similar plot, you know, you're you're bouncing from city to city. Uh, once you rescue, say like once you rescue George, George joins your team. Then you rescue <laughs> the other two. Once you rescue everybody, then there's a big shift in the plot. Aliens start attacking the planet. Why we don't know. Uh, just because it's time. Uh, the same reason that uh, giant apes attack buildings. Sure. I mean, aliens got to do what aliens got to do. You got to do it. Uh, and then once you defeat all the aliens, you get a seventh character, which is an alien cyclops named Mucus. Nice. Uh, M-Y-U-K-U-S. Mucus. Nice. Uh, and then, but it does, the game doesn't end there. Then you have to go out into space and go to different planets to find all the different alien space bases and defeat all of those. Hence the Universal Tour. Hence Universal Tour. They go all around the universe. And so gameplay-wise, this game is basically exactly the same as the last one. Um, it the has graphics are maybe a little bit more. They have a uh, little stylized. more real. I feel like they have more realism to it. Little, they have a little more like 3D shading game. at yeah. least. Uh, yeah. Shading on the characters a little, a little bit of texture. And uh, they seem to like, you. You could 
have me walk out of the room and come back in. And other than the fact that it's a different monster, I probably couldn't tell you which. Well, I, I, I would say there's a notable improvement in the backgrounds. And Steve, yeah, we, we went to Denver early in yeah. the game, and Steve is from Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like, oh, that kind of looks like buildings in Denver. Kind of looks like it could be. And I mean, we went to Seattle, and Ooh, you do see a Space Needle in the background. In the background. Yeah. I, it would have been nice to kick down the Space Needle. Yeah, um, yeah I, I was assuming that that was going to be. I, I and I, I'm curious. That one's much harder to program, because there's no windows on the elevator up to the Space Needle. And I, I'm curious to know, like, if anybody's played this or uh, as farther than we did. Like, if you get to New York... Ooh... I, I are the twin towers there? Can you climb oh. them, or are they in the background? And is it just really bad taste that I want to know? Uh, I mean, is it, is it bad taste if it happened before September 11th? Well, no, it's not bad taste. It it's in there. Very well, it's yeah. just you know, it's I, I I just have a morbid curiosity. They put about all the that. jerks in Tower A. <laughs> oh God! Oh man. That Simpsons episode hasn't aged well either, unfortunately. I don't know. That's still one of my favorite episodes. It's one of my favorites too, but that part just makes me cringe a little bit. Just because so much of that episode takes place yeah. at the towers. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, man. That's well, where he buys the crab kalash. Yeah. Or crab juice. It, yes. it was just two large prominent buildings in a city at that time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, the other... The, oh, just a couple other differences yeah. I wanted to point out. Um this game has a little uh, interlude between levels where you'll see your character sort of yeah, running that, on a map, was kind of which I kind of liked. It helps us learn our geography. Yes. Kind of predict what it's, city. It's where you get. learn that San Francisco is in the middle of California. Like yes. Inland. We, what? That was, you You making fun of me for guessing Sacramento? <laughs> I'm saying that they could have put that dot anywhere. They decided to put it, you know, 100 miles into. Oh, well, okay. It was on the bay. It was, it was close to the Half Moon Bay. I don't right? know about that. Oh, I don't um, know. They're also, this game has a password system. Mm-hmm. And um, a sa- save zones every, like, maybe ten levels, it'll let you save your memory card. Which you'll need. Yeah, because it oh, has yeah. finite lives in this yeah. game. Oh, man. Which is Dan a... is not keen on this. Oh, like, How are you going to play forever? How are you going to get yeah. to the alien worlds? And this is what, where I feel skill? like, like, with what you guys were talking about, like, you don't like, what, nope. you don't like the unlimited yeah, lives, don't you like don't like the, the lack of focus. Uh, Dan, you really like that. So, I mean, do you like this game a little better for having finite lives, or is that just kind I, of annoying? I do. I, this game, I think, fills that request I made from the first one of, like, I feel like you could play it in a burst of ten levels, write down your password or save on your card, and then go back and play it later. Yeah. And actually, I, I'd be much more willing to actually play through this whole game. Oh, sure. Because I could do it in more inter- intervals. Yeah, absolutely. Dan's, Dan's I, no. I'm doing some good pod here. I'm, I'm, I'm shaking my head no. I... <laughs> I, I I really want to stick to my guns here on there's a there's a benefit to just having a game that it, it really is it's a one note game yeah. all all of these even going back to the eighties it, it's you do one thing you knock down these buildings um, I, there's a thing where you can die but it shouldn't matter because if you want to knock down more buildings knock down more buildings yeah sure and I mean it is a little unfair because the mechanics of this game are really bad like most of your mm. damage comes from helicopters shooting you and it's like impossible right. to dodge there's, the helicopter well I, sh- I should say that do. too like the, the controls and this goes all the way back to the original Rampage are just kind of stiff yes. for me like I always feel like they're not super responsive yeah, and never... your giant monkey isn't super agile yeah. I you know which maybe that was a, a intentional design choice to do that but I always felt I like don't know. yeah you I kept accidentally thinking that I was by the building and could climb it up but I was you know a couple pixels in the wrong place exactly like, yeah just not um, not very smooth no and that's that's been a problem like throughout the series and that remains a problem so 
Again, it's a mileage may vary thing. Like, if you're comfortable with Rampage for what it is with all of its quirks and all of its weirdness, then, you know, you're going to get a lot of enjoyment out of this game. But uh, but if you're, I don't know, if you're more weaned on the World Tour N64 method of, like, unlimited lives and unlimited continues and just kind of zen building destruction, then, uh, yeah, this one probably won't appeal to you as much. All right. Yeah. What is there anything else to say about Rampage World Tour and Rampage Two Universal and, Tour? Other there, than the fact that this was such a cultural phenomenon that twenty five years later they come out oh. with a major film. Let, let's uh, let's rank the games real okay. quick, and then we'll talk okay. a little bit about the movie before going to the movie because I have some questions about this. Uh, so each week uh, we add the new games that we played to our ongoing list. We're ranking the games as we yeah, go. It's good you explain it because I think we'll have a lot of new listeners this week. People who just search for Rampage Movie Podcast. Hell yes, SEO. Come right to us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so w- right now we have. Uh, our list goes from 1 to 37. Uh, I have Banjo-Kazooie at number 1. Woody has Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 at number 1. And we both have Transformers, Beast Wars, Transmetals. And I'm regretting putting that at the bottom of the list because I'm yeah, going to have to say it every, it every time. <laughs> but yeah, that's, yeah. A, the, that's our unanimous bottom-of-the-barrel game. Yeah. So where do these games fall in between those two oh, spectrums? Me, I also have a list. <laughs> that's yeah. true. Your list is Mario Party. <laughs> at, the the at the top and the bottom. And also at the bottom. Yes. <laughs> All right, so Woody, why don't you kick us off? Where do you okay. uh, where do you have these games? Uh, I don't like these games very much. Okay, um, I think they look good and are are competent, but I find them very boring. Um, any game where you play about ten levels and get and be like, oh, I've seen everything this game has to offer. Yeah. Um, I always appreciate it when games have multiplayer. Three players is definitely the way to play this game, um, but I prefer some game with more variety of tasks or levels or directions. So I'm gonna put. Um, I definitely like the second one more. It's got a little more variety of characters and levels. Um, so I'm putting that right under the Scooby-Doo game, and then I'm putting Rampage World Tour under it. Um, okay. Like it's, mu- it's definitely much more playable and less frustrating than the Scooby-Doo game, but I feel like if I was in some kind of weird mood, I would want to persevere through the Scooby-Doo game. Yeah. Whereas these just kind of um, get bored by I mean, that's fair enough. Okay, so, uh, Dan, compared to Mario Party, where do these rank? Uh, far above, or at least one one <laughs> step above. I, I would, although I do really like the, you know, can, you can keep playing as long as you want aspect of World Tour, I did think the graphics were a little better on the other one, mm. uh, and I do like that lobster, so I would have to put it at my top, and then World, or sorry, what, what was that, uh, Universal Tour at the yeah. top, uh-huh. World Tour in the middle, and then Mario Party in the gutter. So. <laughs> Rampage 2 Universal Tour, best game on the Nintendo 64, Rave Dan Dan Reeves. Reeves. Yeah, That's right. Uh, I'm going to split the difference between uh, absolute raves and uh, uh, spiteful ambivalence. <laughs> Which is, I don't know if that's uh, oxymoron that, or not. That's that's gonna be my. Uh, they're gonna put that on my tombstone, Steve. Spiteful, Spiteful ambivalence. <laughs> it's the name of your synth rock band. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna put these as kind of my 18 and 19. I do agree that uh, Rampage Two Universal Tour is a little higher. So these are for those keeping track. That's below Fighters Destiny and above Space Invaders. Um, I feel like that's that that area holds a very special place in, in my. It's like those are super, our first two episodes. Yeah. yeah, it's like a super generic area of the list where <laughs> like is. everything you're like, yeah, I could kind of play that game. It wasn't yeah. bad, but I'm not excited about it. Sure, yeah, it's and like, I think that's kind of where these fall for yeah. me because, uh, like I, I agree with everything both of you guys say. Like because it is, 
like I, I can see getting into this and just playing it and, and enjoying the goofiness of it and then just going to your board. And I also see a total lack of substance and I would like a little bit more. I think what kind of carries it a little bit for me over some of these other games we've played is uh, the level of charm that it has. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's very goofy. It's very winking. It's very self-aware. The and, art style for both games is is appealing and yeah. cartoony, and it's just what it should be for yeah. Monster Smash Move. Game. Absolutely, and and I just I like all the little Easter eggs and all the little things you can experiment with, even though it may not sustain you for much of a playthrough. It's entertaining enough. I wouldn't necessarily say like if you were dying to play a Rampage game that these are the way to go. Uh, well, what other Rampage options do we have? I'm sure it's on your phone, right? <laughs> yeah, that's like I think true. I feel like this is probably a game that's. I like I did perfect not for a phone. Even think about the option of having this on my phone. I'm as soon as right, we're I'm, done here, I'm, I'm doing this up. now. I'm doing some this live probably... googling of Rampage on the App Store on my iPhone to oh, buy Apple. Oh. Okay, so I'm just gonna make up. I'm pretty sure there were a few more Rampage games after this. At least one that came out for what the. What do you do after uni- Universal Tour though? Multiverse. Yeah, multiversal tour. tour. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Go to the mirror universe. The new sure, bizarre, where all that where George has rampage. a mustache. Bizarro. Yeah, George has a mustache. That's really the only difference. <laughs> okay, so let's let's get to the main event here. This Wait, is what are we, did we did. We make a Seinfeld reference, or are we talking about George the monkey? We're talking about George the monkey. Oh, I thought there was like an episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> they did talk where about they, the Bizarro Jerry. Yes, and okay. they like went and George had a mustache, and he's like, "He's Bizarro George. He has a mustache." No, can, can I can I admit my my dark comedy nerd shame? I've like Steve, barely watched any Seinfeld. Steve, I don't like wow. It. Oh my god, Bare, I think I've seen six or seven episodes of Seinfeld that total. Is super weird, Steve. Like. That maybe I get that's that. probably the weirdest thing I've heard all month. It might be, yeah. and I can't even tell if you're sarcastic you right have now because I don't think so. A lot of dumb shit. I watch a lot right. of dumb shit. Yeah, <laughs> I do. It's it's true. I've watched every episode of Prison Break. Wait, even <laughs> after they broke out of the prison in the game, the show yes stopped being fun. <laughs> okay, so yeah, all right, they break out of prison in the first season, which is still the best one. Yeah, season two is them on the run. They got put back in. Some it's point, still pretty right? fun. Season three, they get caught again and put in a Colombian prison uh-huh. where it's way more violent. They break out at the end of that one, and season four is just like some stupid heist bullshit where they like I don't know. So you see this level of knowledge about Prison Break, but I haven't seen Seinfeld, and I haven't seen The Wire either. All right, so we've gotten very can... very rare. We're way off track. Um, all right. So so you, could, you could watch either the Seinfeld or The Wire. They basically are the exact same show. Okay, they cross um, over a lot. Yeah, you know, city life. Sure. <laughs> exact same perspective. Okay, so we are here talking about the Rampage movie, which we are getting ready to go see in a little, little less than an hour. We're going to head over to the movie theater. I'm very excited. I haven't looked at any reviews or anything because I want to go in cold. I am not excited because it seems like it will be bad. I, I have no doubt it'll be bad, but yeah, I just want it to be fun. Be so let's uh, let's talk about it a little bit. So uh, Rampage is directed by Brad Payton. And it stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Naomi Harris, Malin Ackerman, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and Joe Manganiello. This is the third time that Dwayne Johnson has worked with Peyton. He also directed Journey 2 and San Andreas. Journey both movies, to the Mysterious Island. The Mysterious Island. Not Journey to the T.O., the Mysterious yeah. Island. Journey, the number two, the Mysterious Island. Yep. Uh, I have not seen either of those no. films. I don't know if they're any good. They're probably not. Um the I'm, this is really all I know about this movie. The release date was pushed up. This was supposed to come out on 420, and they pushed it up to 413 to make room for the Avengers because ah. that moved up so it can give 
uh, Deadpool a little bit of room. So it's probably a smart move because now Rampage is coming out this weekend. There's basically nothing coming out next weekend. So potentially you could have two well, weeks. Well, didn't you just say Avengers? No, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Avengers is coming out the 27th. Oh, okay. So they wanted to give it a wide berth, you know. So uh, they, they could potentially, if it's successful, it could potentially so have two did, weeks. How did, um, who, what, what company's putting this movie out? Uh, I think this is Warner Brothers, right? And they so how did Warner here. Brothers end up with the license for Rampage? They've had it. They've had it for a while. It's a There's real hot commodity. Well, there. Midway doesn't exist anymore, right? Midway... You no, know, Midway was absorbed by Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. uh, so wait, wait, Yeah, so like the Mortal Kombat games and stuff all yeah. are now published through Warner Brothers. And I, I remember hearing something like several years ago about like, oh, they bought the license to a bunch of old arcade games. Like, you know, and Rampage was one of them. And I just, I didn't actually think anything would come of it you know or i felt like maybe you would go to uve bowl or some one of those guys sure. he did direct a movie called rampage which is unrelated and he is suing warner brothers right now because oh. he feels like it's cutting into his profits because people are going to look for his movie rampage and they'll come <laughs> and across they'll, this they'll giant be very movie. disappointed that they're seeing one with dwayne the rock johnson by a major director <laughs> yes. instead of the uve bowl movie they were looking for yeah, the hundred million dollar uve bowl tentpole movie that everyone is expecting and craving yeah um, was there ever a root beer tapper movie? No, there I want to see be. a root. I want to see movies. Movies by Midway. I would rather see cocktail um, over over the Rampage movie. Okay, root beer tapper. Sure. Um, Spy Hunter. Mm. Oh, I would watch that. Spy Hunter would be dope. And actually. Robotron. Robotron. I would watch Robotron. Movie. I would definitely watch. I would like Robotron. to add Joust in there because I feel like yeah. get, get fucking Ralph Bakshi oh, to direct shit. Joust. A make Joust like a, movie would be fucking incredible. Make like you a have rotoscope like a sports movie. Yeah, and like everyone's like gearing up and riding on their ostriches and like putting on helmets and they're like getting ready to joust. I'm already. Like, I'm all about it. I'm I don't all think about I've it already. Thought about the game Joust in 15 years. That game is bonkers. <laughs> it's nuts. I don't know. I, like, but you think of how cool like the fight scenes would be in. That like oh, the, the just like aerial ostriches like flying I through the air play like joust what, now. man so why wasn't there a joust one also Maybe a, I feel like um, on that same note instead of doing this Fantastic Beast movie they should just make a sports Quidditch movie yeah like, about just like the Quidditch leagues and the various teams I'm, I'm gonna go off topic again is anybody excited about these Fantastic Beast movies like I saw the first one and I'm just like this is like basically nothing what are like, we talking the, about oh the Harry, the, the Harry Potter, Potter spinoffs like. Oh. Do people like the do Harry Potter fans like this? I don't know. You're talking to the I, wrong people. Yeah, okay. I'm not a, I, I'm not I didn't a know if you guys were <laughs> plugged into this world at all. I just I don't sense any. For the kind record, of I'm not an active detractor. <laughs> I just don't care about Harry Potter. That's fine. Just just lay off the the harsh comments. I just don't like the same thing you like, folks. <laughs> That's cute uh, that you think people care enough about the show. Care, <laughs> if you tell people you don't like Harry Potter, the, their eyes go red. It's not. It's not cool. All uh, right, we're right, still so I, halfway I, through this podcast. Well, okay, like, I, what I what I wanted to discuss is that I, I want to know what your guys' expectations oh, yeah. for a Rampage movie, and then once we get back, we're going to discuss whether or not it met these expectations. Okay. Mine are pretty simple. Uh, I want this movie to be at least fun. Yeah. Like, I want it to be fun. I want it to be... Cause, there has not been one good video game movie. Not Inco- even one. Incorrect. Oh, enough with the In- Super Mario Brothers. You're objectively wrong about that. When was the last time you saw that movie? <laughs> like a year and a half ago. I watched it in anticipation of a podcast. And it's not good. It's, it's good. really not good. But, okay. Well, uh, what for, about, what for about our, the Double Dragon movie? Arguably worse. Okay, yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, okay. Yeah, there okay. have not been a great there have been a, record okay, the, of... And for whatever reason, they just cannot crack this formula. Okay. 
And weirdly watching the trailers, I got the sense that like Rampage might have a chance because it doesn't seem to be taking itself too terribly seriously. Uh, it's a property that nobody really remembers yeah. anymore or cares about, so it's not going to no be baggage. super dogmatic about it. And you got a good cast and you got a good budget on it. So there's potential for this to be fun. So that's what I want. I don't I don't expect high art, but I'm hoping for something along the lines of Kong Skull Island, which was Oh god, I love that movie. It's so it was much. very fun. It's very like fast-paced, action-packed, lots of spectacle, lots of winking to the camera, some great John C. Riley scene stealing nonsense and uh and it was fun and it knew what it was and it didn't try to be anything different than that. Okay, secondly, I want to see George eat a turkey the size of a room. I want him to punch yeah, open a window, and the entire room is just filled <laughs> one with one thing. turkey, okay. and he's going to eat that. Okay, I like that. Uh, if this movie doesn't deliver on this, it's dead to me. And finally, I want a mid-credits teaser sequence introducing Ruby the Lobster. I want Ruby uh, to. I want there to be like destruction and rubble, and then at the end, maybe like one of the vitamin pills spilled into the bay, and we see just like a giant claw crawl out or something, and then Rampage 2. Do you think that they're going to stay true to the vitamin pill storyline? I don't know. It looks like I don't from think the trailer. They're be people. They're not people. They're the not movie. people. No, was, yeah. George is like a, an actual like albino gorilla, yeah. uh, which is also not true in the game. It's not an albino, but the albino well, makes it a little more Steve, distinctive. none of it's true. <laughs> it's Steve, there's these things called movies. Yeah, they're all documentaries, right? Yeah, the Rampage documentary. Yeah. Um, yeah, th- those are my only expectations. I think they're mm-hmm. modest and I, I hope they can... Uh, what, what, what would you guys want to see from this movie? I think it's weird to have... I mean, because you have a big star... Yeah. Um, so obviously it's going to sort of focus on him. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't want a lot of conversations happening oh i don't want a lot of scenes where there's not giant monsters involved okay and i feel like that's gonna maybe be the trap that this movie falls into of like we get dwayne the rock johnson talking to other people in some lab about what to do as opposed to actually showing you know monsters out smashing stuff sure i'd also like a scene where a monster jumps on an airplane and rides it around oh my god that'd be awesome okay or a tank or a tank okay. preferably airplane for true yeah that'd be visually that works better but yeah i'd like to see it I think you guys covered a lot of the ground that I wanted to, to cover. The, my main gripe with any given Godzilla movie is that there's all these people talking to each other for most of the movie, and there's yeah. only a little bit of monster fighting. I want some monster fighting. That was the pitfall of the new Godzilla, which I think was very artfully made yeah. and very, like, the the actual monster destruction stuff when they got to it was very impressive. Oh, yeah. But you barely Wait, you, get any Godzilla in that. Are you talking about the Brian Cranston one? Yeah. Okay, you're not yeah. talking about Shin Godzilla? No, that right. was dope. I love Shin Godzilla. Did you I see that? Yeah, I felt that. that it was too much talking. And uh, See, I, I don't know. I liked that. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know why. I just found it kind of soothing. Maybe it's just because I was watching it on a plane, like I was on a long international flight and needed something to pass the time. So, I don't know. I know there's this idea that in a movie you have to tell a story and not just have monkeys smash buildings for 90 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. um, uh, That's what I'm there for. If if you've got to have a person in it, you might as well put one of the, you know, either Dwayne Johnson or John Cena, one of the people who looks basically like a monster. Or Dwayne John Cena. Oh, my God. Uh, if we could somehow <laughs> conspire to make them have a baby, they'd have such beautiful babies. Oh, it would be gorgeous. It would just be like a bicep. Just, just That's just so it. Just charming. a bicep muscle. No eyes, no face, just a jiggling muscle. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Um, and probably pretty delicious and nice and lean. Sure. Um, 
Speaking of eating human I was going to say, were you, no, Woody was scolding us about cannibalism. You were suspiciously quiet during that. <laughs> well, <laughs> we gave you an opportunity to rebuke I cannibalism and you passed. Eaten, not human meat, but human organ meat. I had some friend, a friend that cooked up her placenta uh, into some meatballs. Well, that's so. not organ meat, though. Is yeah. it? Well, yeah, what, what else would it be? Well, placenta isn't meat, it's an organ. is it? It's okay. It tasted like liver, and it came from a human body. Like so I'm pretty tissue. comfortable yeah. checking off my bucket okay, list. I'm going to side with Dan on this one. I, I have, mean, you I, have, I, I am not. I'm not, well, no, uh, not disputing flesh. the fact that you've eaten a part of a human. I just don't know if it's an organ or not. See if Nicole when was here. Podcast going to end? I wouldn't say it's meat. Never. Anyway, okay. all right. Uh, yeah, that's what I want to see is monkey smash. All right, uh, and less talky. All right, everybody. Less talky. Speaking of less talky. We are going to take a little break here. I'm just going to let the podcast run. Quantum can record what he wants. And uh, we will be back with our report on Rampage, the movie. Stomp, 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 stomp. Monster. Slam. That's a good folding work. And we are back. Hi, everybody. We are back from the movies. We just went and saw Rampage. And now we're here to talk into your ear holes about it. We're here to talk, talk and Rampage. Talk and Page. We're the Ramcast. Ram we're going to ram some Rampage review right, right down, down your, your ear holes. Yes. Not your throat, Steve. It, no, you eat it. You consume it. Hmm. It's, well, it's, we'll get to that's, that. That's how audio content yeah, we, is absorbed. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to the consumption. Uh, well, we are back. Uh, let's do just a, a little warning off the top. We're probably going to talk about some spoilers. Uh, oh, so, we're definitely going to talk about some yeah, spoilers. Yeah, so but. if this is a movie you really desperately do not want spoiled for you, then uh, go ahead and pause this for now. Come back after you've seen the movie. Um, and if, if, you're, if you're wondering, let's do a quick... Would you say that this is a movie that people should be worried about having spoiled for them? Absolutely or? not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. There are a couple of. Uh, well, no. Okay, I guess not. I, I think you know within the first twenty minutes if you if you stopped the movie twenty minutes in and you had people like do a survey, how will this movie end? Yeah, you'd get good results. They, like you, yeah, they did reveal kind of a lot of it in the trailer, which is a bummer. But that's that's like, a general complaint I have. I yeah. feel like trailers yeah. need to be shortened about thirty seconds. To yeah, like some almost some a minute. They, some trailers you finish watching and you feel like it's like okay, there's no need to see the movie now. Like I know exactly what's going to happen. No, it feels like it does them no favors, really. Spoilers yeah. for our recap here, but when when the <coughs> crocodile shows up, um, it it had been spoiled by the trailer. Like it definitely like that. Part that was of meant, it, that was, the the one part about it that they didn't spoil that I was kind of surprised and like oh that's kind of a cool touch is that the crocodile has boar's tusks. Hmm. I thought yeah. that was an interesting design yeah. choice, um, but we'll we'll okay. get to that. Let's talk about Rampage. Uh, so, right off the bat, I think we need to address we before we left for the movie. We had some uh, uh, points that we wanted to see. We had some things that we were hoping to see from a Rampage yeah. movie. How do we think uh, this one stacked up? Uh, so, what were some of our you wanted so, fun? You wanted fun, I wanted right? I wanted a fun, entertaining movie, and uh, this delivered on that. I think yeah. I, I disagree. I a, you didn't like it. I didn't think it was fun. Okay. Do you um, think it was entertaining? Yeah, yeah, I just thought I didn't. I didn't think it matched the tone of the game in it at all. Well, um, that was not important to me. Okay, yeah. fair enough. You're right. Yeah, but like, I guess it wasn't very. I would not describe it as very goofy. Like, even though there were big monsters climbing up buildings and smashing stuff, I felt like so many of the characters felt like they were taking it really seriously. Except, I, I would like to counter that yeah. with. 
Uh, a, a wolf shoots porcupine quills yeah. out of its tail. Sure yeah, true. B, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is doing some kind of Matthew McConaughey impression. Oh, slash... I hated that character. <laughs> yeah, I, I found well, that character so irritating. I, just, I, 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 think I wanted he was, him to die instead of turn into their bro. He's ridiculous because, he, yeah, well, like I said, I think he's going for McConaughey, but he's coming across as Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah. yeah. He just spits all these cowboy platitudes. I was really hoping there was going to be some kind of twist at the end where he's actually just from Connecticut. Yeah, where and he, like, he slips into his native British accent this is just some weird affectation that he has yeah, there, there's all these panicked army guys being like we ought to drop a bomb on the city and then he yeah. get this smug grin and be like well i reckon it's time to come through in a big way and you're oh, like shut up like, he's got a yeah he's got a nerd. fictional grandpappy that dispenses advice about assholes and it's like no dude the movie <laughs> definitely got more fun as it went along yeah. i felt yeah. that the first i don't know how long it was at least 40 minutes was kind of a slow. There, there's a bit of a there's a lull in the middle. I thought okay, so I thought the beginning was pretty strong. I thought so. We open up like on the International Space Station. Something's gone awry. It's actually surprisingly grisly. Was there's, it like, the International Space Station? I think it was, or was, it was a privately space owned space. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it was a, it was a space lab, sort of, yeah, kind of thing, and it was kind of grisly. You know, there were mm. there were like All limbs, body parts floating, floating in the sky, floating hands. In the it was kind of cool, and like uh, the scientist is trying to escape, but there's a sinister voice saying that you can't escape unless you get the vials, the samples of. And then we see like she's being attacked by these giant mutated rats that yeah. have like mutated. Her, mutilated her entire crew. Was there it's, more than one? No, it was just one rat. There was at but, least one rat. Okay, yeah. And yeah. It, it was cool. And it, it was a good opening. And then we get to the actual where the the wildlife sanctuary where we get to meet the main characters. And I thought that those early sequences mm-hmm. worked really, really well. Mm-hmm. You're, you're introduced to The Rock, uh, who is... Uh, his Davis? B- Davis Okoye. Okay, yeah. He's a uh, uh, primatologist working in San Diego. And he's got this little team. And he's taking some new people out into the... Gorilla enclosure. We, 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 we never see. We, we know we don't see them again. After in the movie, you never see these people again. Yeah, which is kind of a bummer because I was hoping uh, I liked P.J. Byrne, who uh, uh, his nerdy friend who mm-hmm. was in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. I liked that actor a lot, and I was hoping he would be in more. I thought he and The Rock had good chemistry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we get this nice goofy bit where we get to meet George the albino gorilla, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we even learn a little I, bit about George's personality. That I he, love he George. I thought George was a wonderful character. I yeah. think it's a great movie ape. Uh, Looks like an actual ape, but still has all those sort of ape expressions yeah. and is able to kind of communicate with his face. And, and the, the really ape, expressive, know, the character yeah. signs, so they're able to kind of do that. They don't do it with subtitles, because this is absolutely a movie you could take your eight-year-old kids to. Sure. Uh, I mean, it does a little, get violent, There's a little cussing yeah. and a little violence, but it's exactly what you would expect. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, I liked these early parts because I think it was like a more, uh, I don't know, the, the, the Rock's character was more vulnerable. And in the whole middle stretch, he turns into kind of like manly catchphrase spouting yeah, action yeah. hero. But the scenes in the beginning and towards the end with him and George bonding, yeah. he's like a more vulnerable, like likable character. And I yeah. really liked that. Well, that's true. I agree. Yeah. There was good interplay. But good chemistry between him and the CGIA, <laughs> which is like very impressive. It, no, it really was. Like it, that sounds like a slight, but it's like I mean, we all know this ape is in here. It's probably just some guy in a it's green a suit with some green balls green. on it. The, the, the chemistry was much better between him and the ape than him and the love interest. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and I liked her a lot too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it wasn't quite there with them. But so I mean, okay, let, let's let's say, so, so we'll the, say the, that checked that box for me. Okay, I thought this was an entertaining. I did think it was a fun movie. I think okay. it. I uh, agree. Just because I like giant monster chaos, and I think this got so silly by the end with all the the attack on Chicago, and the reveal of the 
uh, crocodile and the, the wolf flying and shooting quills. Like it got real goofy. And, and yeah. uh, so that, that checked that box for me. I did not get uh, the teaser scene. We stayed to see if there's a teaser scene involving uh, a lobster or a rhino or a rat, but uh, none of that happened. Not. Sadly, there's not. a lot. There's a lot of element. This movie probably has more elements to it than it needs. Like probably, I think that we we definitely all enjoyed the giant things crashing on Chicago, but there's yeah. the villains' plan is just insane. The villains I mean, are no incredibly idea. stupid. The yeah. villains are horrible, and that was where yeah. it really dragged for me. Is something would happen. And then they would cut to the military, and the military would tell us what happened. And then they would cut to the villains, and mm-hmm. the villains would tell us what happened. Yeah, and they're like we get but it. We already saw everything. That <laughs> yeah, happened. I know. We like, saw we, it. We don't need them. We to don't explain need it. these really unappealing villains yeah. telling us. Yeah, and, like, and the military is is sort of set up as just these bumbling jackasses. Uh, multiple times throughout the film, our main characters just are able to to overcome uh, military police. They're yeah. able to steal helicopters and nobody chases after them. Right. There's just no, uh, no like, uh, understanding of any kind of competence in what supposedly is the yeah, there's, professional there's a, army. a rat that's getting passed around as some sort of important piece of evidence. Never that's on. never resolved. Yeah, we, we didn't we stay waiting. all the way through. There might have been an end of credit sequence. Maybe uh, Nick Fury comes out and takes the rat or something <laughs> yeah. at the very end. I don't know. But... You know, yeah, so th- there's... That's, I did, like, there was some fun yeah. stuff where they kept just referring to the government. The yes. This is what the government <laughs> needs got, to know. I just dodged a call from the government. Uh, I kept so thinking of fateful findings and, like, yes. as president of the bank. Yeah, I, yeah. I expect the screenwriter to, like, slip that in as a Neil Breen. I was nod. hoping. All right. Uh, there uh, was also a very... I don't think if... I don't think you would know this movie was based on a video game. If you didn't know that this movie was based on a video game. Yeah, and I think that's one of the benefits of making a film based on a franchise that doesn't really have any established canon. And that, yeah, and like you said, that nobody really cares about. Like, you're... You're starting from scratch. That's why I think, like, if you're going to remake horror movies, remake the bad ones, mm-hmm. you know, because then you can expand upon it and you're not, like, you know, desecrating some kind of sacred cow or anything. Yeah. You're, you're you're finding some new ground. Yeah, I think, And you know, I think as a result, uh, I mean, I'll kind of cut to the chase yeah. a little bit here, but I absolutely think this is the most successful video game. Oh, movie. yeah. I think it's, it's the most competently made. Oh, it's the most... 100%. Uh, entertaining. Like I would watch this again. I think. Like, we, I, I enjoyed we cut it a lot. A conversation that we had on the drive back from the theater. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, we wanted to save it for you folks. <laughs> Lucky bastards. Um, yeah. I think Woody. Maybe you just want to kind of present the idea of it. Oh, I think that. I think that there's success to be had in, um, like, like Steve was saying, the the less that is there in the video game story, the more you have room to expand on. If because yeah. I didn't see the Assassin's Creed movie, but we were trying to talk about that story, and there's like a bunch of stuff in that the Assassin's Creed game. It's and dense, canon, yeah. And so when you're making a movie based on that, you have to fit in a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. Whereas yeah. when you're playing a ge- when you're based on Rampage, which is like there's monsters destroying stuff, mm-hmm. you have free reign to make it fit yeah, however you want. That really is all the game and. That there's there's a whole genre of movies where that's all the movie is yeah. just just mayhem so or a rampage if you will so I, I, will. I think that it's okay. yeah. I, I may again and yes. <laughs> before it's out of theaters yeah I mean yeah as a as a giant monster movie I think it works really well like mm-hmm. I think that the destruction at the end is I mean it's very well orchestrated uh, it's 
it, it doesn't do the shaky cam quick editing yeah, thing, yeah, so you can't tell what's going there's a, on. There's a great scene of all three of the monsters climbing up this tower. Yeah, and it, it crawls between them. The yeah, building. and they're like they're totally referencing the game because you see like yeah. the building fractures along the lower levels yeah. before it crumbles. Yeah, like there, this the the effort to reference the game. This was three very explicit parts. I noticed one, the villain, though that's the villainess. I don't know. Is that is sure okay. Um, has a Rampage video game cabinet oh, in her office. I have thoughts on this. Okay, which is still yeah. very gratuitous and not fitting with I, the rest of it. Um, the char- the wolf the wolf character at one point he says they've been calling him Ralph. Yeah. But they never yeah. call him that again. Yeah. They call he him just, the he wolf says player. internet we, weirdos have been calling him that. that it's, yeah, we never learned that it's Lizzie, um, and th- Lizzie. Yeah, they yeah. never named the lizard. And then at one point um, so this is probably the most spoiler thing that we're going to talk about. The way they administer the antidote uh-huh. to George <laughs> is by... This was nuts. Yeah, yeah this, this was a very odd choice. And I, I I know that they did it because it's such an important part of the video game. Sure. Is she gives the vial back to the, to the villain, the, the antidote, and yeah. says, take this. And then George reaches down... Grabs the villain up, and you see this overhead shot of him dropping her into his mouth in slow motion. In slow motion, Swallowing and the whole. whole the mouth just closes around her. Yeah. And that not, was not crazy. to this point has he taken any effort to really attack anyone specifically. Yeah, they had it, no way of knowing this ploy yeah. would work because we well, just saw also, him grab a guy and throw him. He didn't grab him and eat him. So for all he knows, he's going to grab this lady, throw her off the building, and then with the antidote as well. There's no reason to think he's going to eat her. It's also, I mean, they had established the the sort of rivalry between our uh, female lead and the, mm-hmm. and the villain, villain lady. Uh, so, I mean, they established that they don't like one another and there's some bad blood. Uh, but the fact that it rises to, like, she, she murders it, like, murders her. She says, yeah. I'm going to, what's the line? I'm going to feed a monster to a... To a gorilla. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to feed the monster to a gorilla, yeah. So, like, it, it it's an act of straight-up murder. It's oh, maybe yeah. understandable in a in an emotional sense. Well, she sense, was about to shoot them. I, well, yeah, and she, yes, she, sent, she sent her to prison it and, like, her brother died. It got dark real fast yeah. in a movie that was very light. Um, and, it, I mean... Yeah, it, it, it probably reads if you're watching it and you're 12. It probably reads as just more fun times. But uh, I don't know. I would be pretty disturbed by that. This Thank this reminded was... me like, I mean, this isn't as extreme as in this, but it reminded me a little bit of the scene in Jurassic World, where like the totally innocent normal nanny character is just brutalized by pteranodons for like five minutes, like slowly ripped apart. Like it was a totally like blameless character that didn't need to be so gratuitously killed. This is a little better because this is a very cartoonishly evil character. Oh, yeah, she's bad. But it was a little jarring with the rest of the tone of the movie. Like it's just like, oh, I mean, I I get like this is supposed to be a little funny. I'm supposed to be cheering for this, but it's like this is kind of that's kind of much. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean, I know that they put because we it, like George too. And yeah, we don't I like feel to like they should have done George. it with yeah. another another one of the yeah, characters. Yeah, somehow, feed it to like, the correct the, the yeah, which like I don't know. There's got to be a better way to give the antidote. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's it just didn't quite no, work. That part was weird. Uh, but what yeah, and I guess that, the on, big deviation. For, oh yeah, no, my my thoughts, thoughts about on the, the Rampage arcade game. This the pissed the me office. off. This pissed okay. me off. Okay, for a couple reasons. Firstly. <laughs> 
the decor in that office was all like modernist with a lot, a couple of like antiquities displayed up there. Very classy, very spare. And then they've got this, they've got two arcade cabinets on yeah. the back wall. It's Did Rampage you? and Mortal Kombat. Oh, I didn't see it though. Well, yeah, two Midway Kombat. properties. So okay. they've got the, those two right next to each other. So from a design standpoint, like if we're supposed to believe these are rich, decadent capitalists, like it doesn't make sense for those two machines to be in that room. Uh, secondly, it breaks the kind of the the wall of the universe a little bit, like because it's it's referencing something that's going yeah. to be happening later in the movie. Yeah. And thirdly, it's like, all right, so you have this tangible piece of media right here that explains exactly the downfalls of the plan that you are trying to orchestrate. What was their plan? Uh, yeah. Their yeah. plan, the the same plan as all like vaguely motivated uh, movie villains, is to make bioweapons. Right, but and then sell them. Much like Waylon Yutani, there's they're they're establishing a bioweapon that they have no scheme for controlling yeah. in any way. Well, yeah. if they're already doing something illegal, why are they developing new bioweapons? Why don't they just manufacture bioweapons that they already know how to make and sell those. I'm sure there's enough profit. It's, if, yeah, yeah, and uh, every why time you get this... Why do they have to research them in you, space? You know how these why, swan eaters why? are. There's yeah. never enough for these people. Well, and it's the same. On the other side of the coin, we have uh, Naomi Harris's character. Her, she's the, the good scientist, and her motivations for doing all this genetic editing was just to cure cancer. You know, so she's... Which apparently she failed to do, or, or maybe... Yeah, we still have a bunch of cancer also, around. Thanks, asshole. Yeah. Why was the acronym CRISPR? Well, that's, that's real. Is that a real thing? That's a real thing. Oh, shit, okay. Oh, okay, oh, that's, genetic that's modification. The, that's, yeah, the a... actual, that's the actual tool set that you use for, for editing genes. It's an extremely powerful tool that oh. um, is... I did not know this was real. Well, I'm glad you're here, Dad. I thought this was a, uh, just like a I title just crawl. I thought it was a super bizarre acronym. It did no, seem it... a little specific that they said 1993 and 2016. Yeah, yeah. so I know this is more spoilerific, uh, but yeah. It's the there, title there, crawl, there yeah. were the, It was genetic engineering and some sort of uh, gas instead of what I was hoping for, which was super vitamins. Oh, yeah. So and and uh, the difference too is that uh, none of the animals here were ever people. No. Like they, yeah. they're not like where it's not a werewolf; it's just a wolf. But they kind of compensate yeah. for that by making them like hybrid animals. Since the the <laughs> genetic editing format, apparently, it was all just thrown into a bucket and shaken. So no, none of the animals know exactly what they have. But like, well, George just got George. Big. George gets big, and he also gets like a regeneration ability. That's true. The wolf seemed to get most of it. The wolf got. Like gliders, like yeah, a like, like a, a flying, like a flying squirrel. squirrel, and it's a porcupine as well. <laughs> and the the a porcupine with uh, projectile quills. The the crocodile is yeah, it's a crocodile. It has boar's tusks, and it's also a dilophosaurus apparently because it's got the fan mm, and it like true. spits and screams. And, and it's, it's also got the shark teeth. Oh, okay. Which it made me think of Annihilation actually, like how mm -hmm. they they were talking about how it uh, it melded with a shark and it yeah. So there's two of those in movies this year. Um, Annihilation was a little better of a movie. Well, but I, 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 someone might I would I would agree, <laughs> uh, although I didn't think that Annihilation was as as great as it could have been. We'll, we'll fight another about that. another I podcast. Like that. Sure. Anyway, um, oh yeah, oh I wanted to say one one more thing. Yeah, it, the movie really delivered in terms. I I, I didn't know that there was going to be so many airplane scenes. There was a great it scene where the wolf times. jumps on a helicopter yes. and and pulls it down. We yeah. all we all share the quality look there. I would say that's the there. first really satisfying. Like th this is a movie you go to to see monsters messing stuff up. Yeah, that was, this, that this was the first one. It, and it found a nice balance between uh, delivering on the action early and still teasing something out. 
Like we know there's a crocodile, but we don't see the crocodile till the very end. Yeah. They kind of they tease out the wolf a little bit. There's yeah. a cool sequence with uh, basically a cameo from Joe Manganiello where he's like a, a badass like mercenary going in to hunt the wolf. And he doesn't make it out of the scene. <laughs> he doesn't, doesn't uh, get very far. But it's cool. He's in this foggy forest being hunted by this wolf that can apparently fly. And mm-hmm. uh, so that that seems pretty well done. Uh, yeah, and we get lots of, like, like you said, you said you really wanted to see a scene where one of the characters was climbing on top of a plane. Yeah. And you got that. I, got, I think it was a helicopter, but it was It's yeah. a flying machine. It was great. And I, I liked the shot of, uh, it was kind of a slow motion shot of the alligator biting into the cockpit of a jet yeah. that yeah. was flying cool by. Yeah. It, it was cool. Movies like this, uh, you think about, um, you know, in, in, in Top Gun, how uh, they worked with the Navy to, yeah. like, as a re- essentially as a recruitment uh, tool. And uh, they had, uh, I, I learned recently <coughs> on another podcast, it was uh, controversial that the with Crimson Tide, so they didn't get the Navy because it was an argument between uh, the two officers. Uh, you, you wonder how actual uh, you know military brass feels about the presentation of the U.S. Army in yeah. the movie Rampage as a bunch <laughs> right. of bumbling buffoons. Uh, but then, you know, the yeah. A-10 shows up and it's it's shooting and it looks super cool. And, yeah. Uh, and then it gets <laughs> eaten by a giant crocodile. And I think it's fair. Like, yeah. that machine was not designed to be uh, resistant to giant crocodile teeth. No. It's, I mean, it's few always hard to, are. It's always hard to foresee that one. It is. That's a tough one. That's a tough one to be nearly none. Okay, I mean, we've gone about 20 minutes on yeah. this. I mean, do you, uh, do you guys want to say anything, any last things about uh, Rampage the movie? I guess I would just say that it's a movie that you you know exactly what you're getting going in. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to see some smash em ups that's what's going to happen. And yeah. uh, I, I found it satisfying. Um, it seemed like some other folks in the theater did as well. It was a nice packed house. I am a fan of big monster movies, so I, I hope that it does well, because they yeah. want them to make them more. Sure. I think it fit in a weird place as a video game movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was. I don't think it really felt like a video game movie in the sense that it wasn't shitty and low budget and right. it felt very forced. Yeah. Um, I think it could. It was. It was more of a monster. Yeah, just a monster movie. Sometimes it felt a little like generic Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Fast and the Furious yes. type of thing. Sure. Um, just kind of his brand of military guys running around. Yes. Um, planning attacks. Um. Yeah, I was thinking what I was thinking. Yeah, I think that the best video game movies we, we were, this was this was the list we came up with, or mostly, yeah, yeah, um, it is Wreck It Ralph, mm-hmm. uh, the King of Kong Definitely. documentary, and uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, right? Um, and and they're just the, like video game adjacent, you know? Yeah, but, exactly. But, but yeah. I feel like they are more video game movies than this was. Yeah, yeah. Um, this was. Uh, just a big action summer tentpole movie. And as if we're looking at it compared to that, like if we're looking at it like, you know, as just a typical summer movie, it's like, it's mediocre. You know, Um, if we're looking at it as a video game based movie, it is, (laughs) it is Citizen Kane. Leaps and bounds ahead of anything even close. Like this is the only, like I would, I would say this is a good movie. This is like a solid three star movie. All right. Which is, about two whole stars higher oh, than yeah. any other yeah. video game movie has ever come close. <laughs> Fair enough. So that's a wild success in and of itself. And I think they, they cracked the secret to it, which is to not adapt it too directly. Yeah. You know, like, don't, don't we don't want to feel like we're playing a video game. We want to feel like we're watching a story and we're watching a movie with characters and, and 
you know, structure, and uh, this delivered on that. So I think we can expect the Midway Cinematic Universe. Anytime now. Tapper, the Spy Hunter, <laughs> Dr. Muto. So yeah. You've mentioned a few here within the Midway world, but just for any producer, if they, if you, if you could greenlight any video game adaptation film, what would it be? I mean, I'm really excited about Joust now that we were talking yeah, about that, know, but uh, uh, if we're taking Joust out of the equation... Does it have to be Midway? Or could, no, it doesn't, even, okay. it doesn't have to be Midway. Joust in there if Joust is your pick. I think Defender would be a dope movie. Like, oh, yeah. Pretty basic story, but like the whole the whole idea of it is centered around rescuing people. How about Adventure? The Atari Adventure, game. There you go. <laughs> that yeah. really gives you a lot to work sure. with. Sure. Like, <laughs> I mean, Quest uh, took that idea and ran with it, you know? So, <laughs> so, yeah. um, I'd say Bubble Bobble. Ooh, oh, I like that. Yeah, that could be a really cute, like you know, uh, yeah. uh, DreamWorks movie or yeah. something like that. DreamWorks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- I think that'd be really great. Okay, uh, well, you guys, thank you for staying up so late. Yeah. And uh, no, I mean, this was fine. like our longest podcast and our longest podcasting session. We've been at well, this for like five hours, if we can in- include all true. the time we've spent talking about this. But um, playing other games. The, the last thing we have to include is the winner of our listener Ooh. contest. Whoa. We asked you all to vote on one of 10 games that we were going to play on our next episode, which is our 25th episode. And you guys delivered, and I'm really excited about all the participation and all the results on here. And I'm very proud Democracy to announce the winner, which is... Drum roll, drum roll, that may not pick up on there. The winner is Star Wars Episode One oh, Racer. Wow. A surprise victory from behind, because uh, it was it was trailing to... Uh, Mystical Ninja for a long time. Oh, uh, wow. Mystical Ninja was way up there, but uh, someone someone was stuffing that ballot. Box someone was Mystical way in Mystical think Ninja. That was a legitimate uh, front runner. <laughs> I wonder. I feel like that was a lot of people voting for the same thing. But we will be playing Star Wars Episode One Racer next week. Uh, uh, I'm going to bring Jessica back because she's uh, expressed interest in playing that one. So that should be fun. We're going to talk about that uh, that little piece of cinematic history. And does that mean we have to watch Star Wars Episode One and review it like this? Is oh, this the new- shit? Should we? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. I might watch it again just to you know refresh myself. Don't and- invite. I don't, I don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> but you'll watch Super Mario Brothers movie. Like you'll act. You unironically like yep. that movie. Yep. He's yeah. got a bomb. He's got a bomb. <laughs> I will say, for to that movie's credit, it uh, was very creative and it really did not try to stick to the original series too closely exactly it followed the rampage Uh, I think it was also because it was not meant to be that movie I think they just smashed a license onto a totally different movie but whatever Um, also Uh, the only the only tapes I had in my car for a long time because I still have a tape player in my car uh, Super Mario Brothers soundtrack (laughs) and the village people live in sleazy oh my god that's amazing (laughs) this explains so much about you (laughs) I think um, it raises more questions. <laughs> <laughs> that raises further questions. No, it's a future quote. Okay, thank you everybody for tuning in. Dan, thank you so much for being Absolutely. here. Woody, thank you as, as always for being here. This was a lot of fun. Everybody go check out Rampage. It's in theaters now or don't. You, you, we're not going to tell you what to do. Yeah, I would say you're not going to miss out on giant life choices. No, but... you know, if you're bored someday, you need a little air conditioning, you can do way worse. <laughs> yeah. This is better than Ready Player One any day. Okay. Yeah, go All see right. that. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.